When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Cubs beat the Brewers on top gun day at Wrigley Field. Four straight wins, and in the last four days, they are the best team in baseball. I just saw your tweet, so that's why I'm laughing. Number, uh, 50, number 51, Cody. 51. March to 63. I got to fix my microphone. It keeps... Where? <laughs> I love that the camera is just focused in on you at this moment, so thank you for that. Sorry, Cody. It's because... Look at the microphone going again. Woo. Anyways, Cody... <laughs> My microphone keeps falling down. I'm so happy that we need we're help, here. Luke. This is such a <laughs> need great some help? start. I think, to the show. I think it's working out. It's just going to be. Wait, hold on. Do we have the Top Gun music ready? Please don't call me Luke again. Sorry, Sorry Maverick. Sorry, Maverick. <laughs> there it is. I want that every time I walk onto the set now for the show. It Can would we be do a vibe. That? Could I have a walk in song? Sure. I start the show without, and, and then I come on, put on the aviators. Absolutely. Actually, I actually would enjoy that walk-in. I've got the need, the need for Fran Mill Speed. Ooh, I got the uh-huh. need, the need for Fran I can't Mill leave him on the whole show because I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> it's so dark in here. We got the lights off because it's warm. We are vibing for a well, podcast. This is the way it was. This is the way it was. I don't, because it's going to start. Show Joey! <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that better? Than yeah, Joe, that's Joe. Where's it Jack? Wasn't, it wasn't holding. It Jack would be holding. so excited. Jack, Jack R's here. Jack R's here, but where's Jack? <laughs> Joel says, I just woke up from my after work nap. What happened? Cubs win eight to seven. Man. We're back, baby. 51 wins. Only 12 more to go to just get to 63. Just a dozen to go. The March is 63. This team is uh, vibing right now. Friday, 120. Homer's out the getting hit out of the ballpark by both teams. Maverick um, on high alert. Yeah, Maverick on high alert. Thanks, Marcus. Uh, great game today, man. For a team that stinks. This today was a good one. I feel good for uh, Rachel, who came all yeah. the way from the UK, joined us yesterday for the Absolutely. podcast and saw Wrigley for the first time today. Yes. Got a 120 Friday win against the Brewers at Wrigley Field with like 15 flyovers, got to sing Go Cubs Go, yep. first row at the bleachers. That's a, that's a good way to start she being can a Cubs take, fan she in can, person. She can, she's going to take that memory back to the U.K. and savor it forever. Because that, I mean, the only thing I wish w- that could have been better for is if the Cubs were good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. like, hey, but, four hey, straight wins. Four Hottest straight team wins. in baseball. Hey, that person who bet that World Series or placed that uh, World Series bet, maybe they know something. <laughs> no, they're still an idiot. <laughs> they're still an idiot. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a decent. Anytime you beat the Brewers, it's fun. Absolutely. It's like beating the Cardinals. It's fun. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I said it yesterday, like, the Brewers are kind of free falling right now. They were, in fr- they were in first place in this division for most of the year. And since the All-Star break, they have not been good. They have not been good. They're not even, they wouldn't even make a wild card that, right mean, now. They were fine getting rid of Hayter. They're not a realistic World Series team. They're not. They cannot win the World Series. No, I don't think they will either. But they definitely had a better chance if they had kept him. <laughs> yeah, although he struggled. Uh, I know, I don't, haven't followed up with what he's been doing since. I know early on he was not doing well for them. Right. Um, 
Sean says, uh, we are good, exclamation. It's too early for that, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to save that a little bit. Although I will say, Christopher Morrell, 12th home run of the season as a rookie. The, yeah, it's the game-winning hit, and it's from a guy that I didn't even know his name seven months ago. Yeah. I'll admit that. Like, no, I didn't even well, know the name. I didn't, I didn't know of him. Seven months ago. I had heard the name, but I had no one hyped him up as any kind of you major You certainly prospect. didn't think he'd have 12 home runs in yeah, August. No one thought he was going to come up here and light the world on fire. And today was a big day for him because, like I think I said in pregame, he'd yeah. been struggling a little bit. And not only does he hit the go-ahead homer to give the Cubs a lead, but he had two hits today. So hopefully it's a sign of good things to come. Uh, he's just so fun, man. Like, even when he's struggling, like – He's rooting on guys in the dugout. Like, when Patrick Wisdom hit that homer, he's rounding third or rounding second base. Right. And they, the, the camera goes straight to Morrell, and he's doing, like, the like pull, pulling the shirt down. Pull the shirt Let down. me show you some chest hair. You know, and, like, like all the things, like, that make you really cheer for a guy. And uh, he's, just, he's just a vibe, man. And I uh, – he is a very bright future for this team. I don't know if he's going to be an all-star or a superstar or whatever, but I think he has placed himself as part of some sort of nucleus that this team has. I don't know what his ceiling is, and I don't want to give him a ceiling. Right. Okay, as a player, he's so young, I don't want to give him a ceiling of this is what he's going to be. I can give him a basement or the floor right now because and he is a major league baseball player. Okay. Yeah. He is a, even on a good team. He's got a spot on a team if he plays like this. So I think we know what the lowest is that he could be. And that's, that's on the roster of a good team. We don't know what the peak could be, but 12 home runs in his first season. Now, um, why is the name? Uh, it's, it's escaping me. The guy they traded to the Rockies along with DJ LeMahieu. He got speared. He was a first-round draft pick. Tyler Colvin. Tyler Colvin had like 20 home runs. <laughs> so don't get like, don't freak out. But again, this is a guy who's 22, came out of nowhere, and he does a lot of things, has a lot of versatility. There's no way you can't at the end of the season look at Christopher Morell and go, boom, exclamation mark on the season. Right. He's one. Of, he's one of the exclamation marks on the season. There might be some. There might be some Cody downtrending <laughs> stock signs. He's stock. He's hundred percent a stock up guy for the Cubs. Stock up, man. I don't know what to make of Patrick Wisdom. That twenty-two home runs for him. We were talking about. We're like, slugging is so down around Major League Baseball. There's some value in a guy that hits twenty-two home runs. Right. He and could get thirty. He could, he could at least get very close to thirty. Right. And I know that I have said in recent shows that like. Patrick Wisdom, like, it bothers me that he's on the team because, in a way, he's kind of blocking some of these other guys. But also, I said before the deadline that I wouldn't be upset if they had kept him either, but that was with them thinking that they probably were going to trade Happ and Contreras. But right. either way, I said before the deadline that if they were to keep him, I would be okay with it just because he gives you solid defense, is versatile defensively, and he hits homers. It was something that this team really didn't have. And I know, like, he's such a streaky player in a way, and sometimes it can get really frustrating with some of his at-bats, but, hey, he had a big day today, and uh, he has easy power. He, give that guy a yeah, chance. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even swing the bat right. when he hits it. It's not like when Javi would hit a home run, Javi would, like, swing out of his shoes. You knew he was swinging, like, as hard as he possibly could. I don't feel like wisdom is that type of swing. You know, it's just like a smooth you – know, he's a much bigger guy, yeah. obviously. Um, you know, I'm seeing myself on the YouTube – uh, feed and I'm wondering like do I look more like a Fed or more like Maverick like a Fed or a that's what I'm looking for right <laughs> there, there. You go look at so Joey. I do look like Maverick and you do if look like Goose if you're watching uh, if you're listening via podcast you gotta go to YouTube this is hilarious. go to YouTube um, you'll see and again I have not seen the second movie so please don't tell me about it yeah uh, yeah so wisdom I don't know where his future lies again he's cheap there's no reason not to keep him around. So I'm glad that they didn't move him unless they had some crazy offer, which clearly they did not have a crazy offer. So right. they have a guy under control that can play very good third base and will hit 20, 25 home runs again next year for you, at least. Yeah. Right? So that's not. And like I said, plays 
defense, like defensive versatile, versatility and above average at it and seems like a good dude. Like, there's nothing really about – like, I just don't understand how this guy never really got a chance with the Cardinals, the Mariners, the uh, the Rangers. I don't really – you look at his minor league numbers and, like, he, he, he did the same thing in the minors. He hit a lot of homers, but when he get, got to the majors, he didn't get a lot of chances. Like, this is the one right. guy of, like, the li- like of the list of guys that the Cubs, you know, gave a shot to last year after the deadline. You know, the Frank Schwindels, the Rafael Ortegas, and all, like, that that list. Like, he was the one that I was like, this guy, like, how is he not on another team? First-round talent, and to me, he's played. Cardinals gave up on him. He's played better than I really imagine Cardinals aren't really suffering from it. They got a guy at third base who's going to be in the Hall of Fame one yeah, day, probably. True. But anyway, it, the thing is, is that the teams that Pat like that didn't give him the opportunity. I I don't know. It just seems like a lo- like it wasn't a smart idea. Not to say that he's lighting the world on fire. I, right. I really just think he's just a really solid role player. I think he's re- like a really like you, if the Cubs are you know make some moves and. He's on your team next year, whether it's, you know, platooning with third and first base and whatever, then, like, I'm okay with that. You want Everyone wants to see uh, Mash Mervis, Matt Mervis down in Iowa? Yeah, well, splits down there in the minors in general, in, second, uh, in double-A and triple-A, he isn't good against lefties. He's a left-handed hitter. So if you, if you want to bring him up next year, let him platoon with Wisdom. Let Wisdom face uh, lefties and let – Mervis pl- uh, I'm okay face with righties. that. Like I, I don't know. I'm Ease just him into the majors. Him. Ease him into the majors. Right. Um, who said somebody? Somebody just said. I think Niren said I look like Steve Cashel. Yeah, he did. Someone did. With I glasses think it was on. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. Steve Cashel's a legend. <laughs> I think you look like Maverick. I mean, check I, it out. I think I, I. I am Maverick today. I am Maverick. Look at that. Yeah, he's vibing. If you're watching the YouTube. It's me we need, with my fighter jet. I need jet. this vibe from uh, Maverick every. Every show because. Well, I, I told you, if you guys it. give me that theme song when I walk in, it's a different attitude I bring to the show. You know? Don't be telling us to get off your lawn. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, Nick Madrigal. Three hits? Nikki, three hits. Nikki, three hits. You also can, uh, there have been some 0 for 4s. Every player's going to have 0 for 4s. You also can't say that since he's come back, Nick Madrigal's been disappointing. He's given you some of why you see the Cubs were like, yes, we'll take Hoyer and we'll take Madrigal, and it gives us something different than the previous team. And I'm not saying he gives you any pop. Uh, He's not going to get you home runs, but I will take a guy that will give me three hits a game. Absolutely. I'll take a guy that will give me two hits a game. And it seems like the speed is, is coming back. I know at the beginning of the year, it felt like the guy was super slow because like right, he right. just never would beat out any of these ground balls. But that first hit today, beating out, I know it was a tough play in general anyway, but he he, made, he built uh, got down the line pretty quickly. He's had a couple uh, a handful of stolen bases since he got back. Like I don't know, like I don't know. I'm just happy that he's doing something because if if he was gonna play like he did the first three months of the year. And then we're sitting here, and he's still doing it. Right. Then we're yelling about Jed being awful. You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. I see some. I see some hope in Nick Madrigal the last like three weeks. Right. Right. Uh, since he's come back, I see hope in his future with the Cubs. I'm not. I'm trying guaranteeing to... anything. I'm just saying I see hope. And I know it was Matthew in the pregame show, and also you were talking about it. I'm okay with leaving him at the top the rest of the season. Yeah. See what happens. Like. Okay, if he struggles, then then last week he put Morrell or somebody else back there and whatever. But I I am okay with seeing him at the top of the lineup. Top of the lineup or the bottom of the lineup. Either yeah. way, I'm okay with him being one of those two guys. Right. So going going into today, because Fangraphs hasn't updated their, their stuff. Going into today, Nick Madrigal, 278 batting average, 381 on base, slugging 333, but that's fine if he's getting on base at a 381 clip and he's hitting – you know, around 280 or higher. 109 weighted runs created, so he's 9% better than league average hitter. Striking out 11.6% of the time, walking at 9.3%. Small sample size. It's only from August 4th until yesterday. Then you add those three hits today, those numbers definitely rose. 
Like, he has been very – he's been playing very well. Like, you can't deny that he has been playing well or not. Agreed. He's been playing very well. And, again, I still don't know if, like, he should be our everyday second baseman going in 2023. Uh, but he's showing up like – like he like like the player that he was with the White Sox and like the player he was in the minor leagues and the reason that he was taken fourth overall and all of this stuff. So, you know, yes, I would love to see more slug. I'd love to see more doubles. I would love to see, you know, something of that as but I'd if like you, to see him have more versatility defensively. That too. too. I'd love to see that. But for what he is for what we already knew about him, he is doing it right now. And so, again, I said a few shows ago, I'm not in, I'm not out. I need to see a few months of it. So you got the rest of August and September. But if you were putting out a stock sign right now on Twitter, Nick Madrigal, he's going up. Stock going up at the moment. You know what other stock is going up? Brandon Hughes. Brandon Hughes, stock going up. Two saves in a row. And on a double play, ending the game yeah. two games in and a row. It was impressive today because on a day like today, Yelich makes it to makes it to first on the to start the inning. And you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little like nervous because just the way that we'd seen runs scored today, it's like anyone who gets on, it's scary. And then Adamas, he 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 gave it a ride, and I don't know how it didn't get out, but. It, it didn't happen, and then Teles grounds out into the double play. Game over. Like, it. Basically, what I'm saying is that Yelich getting the first on a play like that, it, Hughes didn't let that affect him. Still right. made the right pitches, and little pressure. Yeah, yeah. add a little pressure. I like. It. I I don't think he's the closer next year, but I do think he's a back end high leverage guy. Um, I don't really know who should be the closer for next year because we still need to see a bunch of other guys pitch, but. And you know the Cubs are going to go get some guys like a Michael Givens. Not not them in particular, but guys like them right. who who they might will just just throw in there and they'll and they'll fix it or if they or something like that, like a, like they did David Robertson this year. Wanna, like, but wha- like all, all I'm saying is that Brandon Hughes is, is inserting himself uh, or ascending, whatever. He's definitely putting himself in that conversation for back end of the bullpen next season. He might not necessarily be an exclamation point at the end of the season, but he's at least a smile emoji. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, hey, take hey, we're good about that. that 26, that, another yeah. homegrown uh, reliever. The Cubs are loaded with so many of them. So many of Which them. Which is a good problem to have because you go through pitchers left and right. Absolutely. And without question, somebody's getting Injuries hurt. happen. Yeah. Near insane. There's a lot of positivity on the chat. And by the way, if you're on YouTube, please go ahead and pound that like button for us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, and appreciate everybody that's joining in. Niren's always there, and he says two weeks is not a sample size. Well, it's a sample size, Niren. It's just a really small one. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I like I'm not in, right. and I'm not we're, out. I just, not like, I just want to see him continue to do it. The stock is just up. The stock is just up yes. today, right? Now, if you're you know, one of those people like go stocks real quick, buy, sell, buy, sell, yeah. currently you're buying. Joel, Joel Martinez says Cody Hoyer is supposed to be the closer, I think. It felt that way. Well, yeah, going into this year, he probably would have – had somewhere in that back end reliever role, but uh, you know I don't think he's going to be ready for opening day next year. No, so. but you also have to replace but, four relievers that you right. that you traded away. So but like you do that spot, on top of the guys that they have coming up. There's a lot to be excited about with the bullpen. Al's alive. He comes back. Might there you be. Go. A, you know I I saw uh, the next question. What's just natural to go into the Keegan conversation? It's been uh, two bad games in a row for him. Strug- yeah. Struggled a little bit. Absolutely. And I know there were factors. There was rain last time. There was wind this time. But, you know, <laughs> today, three and two-thirds, five earned runs, three home runs, three walks. Wind doesn't um, impact that. Right. Last time was an inning and two-thirds, four earned runs. The sample size of five starts, not as bad. Six innings, one run, four and two-thirds, five earned runs, and then seven innings, no earned runs. So it's not like you, you zoom out so far that you go, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't remember who was asking on the chat, uh, but you were saying, like, is it time to move him back to the bullpen? No. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to push that. I'm more in on the, as I was saying in pregame, the zoom out doesn't tell me to panic yet, but the zoom in on the last two or three games tells me uh, he might not hurt from giving him 
two extra days off or letting Adrian, if, if Miley comes back, letting Adrian Sampson take one of his starts, give him a little time to like, or, or give him a piggyback start yeah. with an Adrian Sampson. You know what? Like give him the start, but then tell him, you know what? You're only going four innings today. So yeah. you can give it your all early on. You can, you know, they're just going to have to be careful with him because he's never thrown this many innings and steals the same way. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, I I get some people who are on the fence. I totally get it from a certain standpoint. But, man, like, when he's got it going, he's got it going. We've seen it. Did it against the Braves. Did it against the Dodgers. Honestly, he's just been doing it all year in general. Sure, yeah, there hasn't, it hasn't always been perfect. But, yeah, these last two, not great. I think, a lar- like, to me, the big part of it has, has, has been the walks. Yeah, that was the thing uh, in the last start, and you know, three walks today. It's not like he had five or six. If it was five or six, it'd be a lot more alarming. <laughs> Joe Girardi said it. I mean, like they hit home runs, so you can't give them the walks, yeah, especially yeah. with the wind blowing out. For sure. And that McCutcheon one, that one I think probably goes out. Whether that yeah. wind's blowing, that in hurt. Or out or that hurt my Maverick vibes yeah. for Keegan. You know, right, it was the yeah. guy that he plunked. But what it Dong said that that would only have been a homer at Wrigley Field, nowhere else. So I'm just stating what. What the Twitter account said. Racks right. only. Right. <laughs> it did dong, but it shouldn't have dong. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, again, he did give up some hard contact. And there were time. like, I thought after he got through the second inning so quickly, I was like, okay, maybe he's going to settle in now. Maybe he at least gives us five innings today uh, on a day like today where, you know, anything hit hard is headed out of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just didn't happen. And, you know, it is what it is. I – you know, as as his biggest supporter, I will also, you know, sit here and tell you, yeah, it wasn't great, wasn't good, and he needs to be better, especially if he wants to be in the rotation next year. I think that he has shown us enough to at least be in the conversation for it. I'm also okay if you want to – if things don't go well the rest of the year, I, I, could, I could understand why maybe some people like him better as that, like, pitching weapon type role. But I, I do like him as a starter still – uh, it would have to get really bad here over the next month and a half for me to really change my mind on but, it. And I don't think it should go that far. It's like what Niren's saying on the chat with Steele, like you maybe shut somebody down around Labor Day. Yeah. That's, a, that's another way of doing it, you know? Like it's the piggyback starts. It's, it's letting them skip a start. It's just shutting them down and letting some of those minor league guys come up and take those opportunities and say, you know what, Steele and Thompson – You've had very, very good seasons. We, we know you're, you're part of the rotation next year. We like what we've seen from you. Some other guys are going to get opportunities. We want to start your offseason early. Mm-hmm. We want to let you get a little bit extra rest, and then you can start your program up even earlier if you want to. So uh, there's, there's ways to do it, and they've got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Just, like, don't, yeah. don't push them too far. Absolutely. Yeah. I. You know, we we say that, but then also, like, Justin Steele, it just feels like he's just getting better and better. I agree. Well, if you don't see signs, like, you might be seeing signs of Keegan Thompson getting tired. Right. You might be seeing signs of Keegan Thompson starting to get a little dead arm because he's never thrown like this before. True. You haven't seen it as much in Steele, but it's, you're, you're going to be mindful of it for each start going in, kind of looking for those signs. So, I, I just say keep an eye on it. By the way... You pointed it out before the uh, show started. Mark Leiter Jr. struck out a side. Ooh. And I had to, I had to get the uh, mister out. This is a little personal air conditioner behind the glove that you can't see. It was good see. on my leg. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Cody, don't make me get the spritzer bottle out. <laughs> I thought Cody was going to try and say, let's do a four-year, $40 million extension with him. Let's- <laughs> I, okay. Don't, don't, don't okay, you dare do that. Don't. I, I, I you know didn't, what you he do, didn't, He didn't say it. I'm just saying. Sorry. <laughs> I know what you do. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't mean to put words in your mouth. But yeah. I was. I was thinking that like, let's not everybody get all excited about Mark Leiter <laughs> Jr. striking out the side. Like that yeah. doesn't mean he needs a big. De- he doesn't need a Bodie deal from the team. <laughs> it was just nice to see him and Rucker both go I'm two happy clean for innings Bodie, today. By the way. It was so wild. Like that's that's baseball for you, right? Like uh, every every pitcher struggles today, but then Mark Leiter and Michael Rucker come in and go. One two three, and Leiter strikes out the side. Like, right? Like what? I don't get it. I, I, that, but that's baseball for you. Uh, I, Rucker, I have a little bit more, I guess, hope for 
because, you know, Leiter is someone who's been around the league for a while, and, like, he's one of those, like, the Cubs, like, are trying to find a diamond in the rough type situation. Like, he had some injuries, blah, 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 and, like, now they're trying to fix him in the pitch lab. And, like, he's had some okay outings. He's had some bad ones. And you can say the same thing about Rucker. He's definitely a bullpen guy, not a starter guy. For sure, yeah. Both of them, for sure, like, at – you know, yeah. at most, you know, small doses, middle leaf, middle, middle relief, uh, reliever, uh, you know, ha- on a day like today where the bullpen was going to be used a lot because Thompson couldn't go deep. Like that's the only time I ever want to see those guys is if it is the, that like the Cubs starter can't go deep and you just need somebody to eat you some innings. Those are really the yeah. only times I ever want to see those guys pitch. Uh, but you know, yeah. They yeah. were out. They David Ross put him out there today in high leverage in a game where it's freaking wind blowing out, runs coming across the board, and I give credit where credit is due. They were great. I I checked Twitter while you were talking okay. just to see if there's some of that positivity was out there. It's not Cody that needs the 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 cold mister. It's our friend Brendan Miller. The Cubs are only two wins away from being ten games back of the Brewers. And one week's worth of wins away from striking distance in the standings. Just keep winning. <laughs> I'm going to retweet that right Some, now. Somebody cool off the pitch, Doctor. <laughs> I know he's joking, but I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, they're not closing in on anything other than maybe 63 wins. Maybe. I, I think that they're going to, like, the, if they keep playing like this, we're going to be talking about 70 wins. Oh, wow. What did I? What was mine? What did I say their record was going to be? You said eighty and eighty-one or something like that. I said eighty-one and eighty-one. Eighty-one and eighty-one. It's going to be short of that. It's going to be short of that. But what they have fifty-one now. We're in mid-August. I don't know. Anything can happen, Stucky. But twelve wins to get to sixty-three. I heard a lot of people saying like sixty-nine wins, probably. At least it'd be nice. Be nice <laughs> to get that many. Yeah. Uh so, you want to tell us about your bets because Ugh. you were you were really banking on one of my guys. Um, yeah, and he didn't do anything. We're going to talk about that at who you got, but the the Cubs same game hit parlay is now three and two in its last five. Uh, Luis Urias and Wilson Contreras didn't get hits. Uh, they got on base. They both walked, but uh, they did not get hits. Brutal. Uh, anyway, made that bet on points bets, my favorite app, like I say every show. Points bet sportsbook is counting down the days until football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, points bet power hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So, yeah, you can do that again tomorrow. You can do that Sunday. You can do it Monday. You download the points bet app and uh, watch out for it. Sign up for points bet now using code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Download the points bet app today and use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited time offer, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. One more thing, points bet is trying to give away ten grand. All you got to do is go retweet a tweet. So go to their Twitter account. Thank you. Ooh, I better yeah. get on that. Ten grand. And you have to have a points bet account. So sign up now. Use I do. code CHGO. Then go to their Twitter account, retweet their tweet. Boom. You right might after, be. You might have ten grand. Right after this ad read, I'm doing that. Absolutely. Think of all the aviators I could buy with that. Think cash. of all the AG one. All the AG one and the Owen. I got to tell you Owen. about Owen. Only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All of their products, all of them, allergen-friendly. No gluten. No dairy. Easily digestible. First heard about it. When I found out that Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields was on a plant-based diet and drinking Owen, now Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you this awesome offer, 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields, and others in trying Owen only what you need. 
I guarantee you Maverick drinks Owen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guarantee you Maverick drinks Owen. <laughs> uh, Matthew so, Gregory, he says 30 wins to 500, baby. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> Matthew. Get the cold mister out, buddy. <laughs> little sp- 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 little sp- splash. Sp- Go into the bathroom. A little splash of cold water in the face. Start uh, your weekend with a little splash of cold water. Maybe some ice in the sink. Just, uh, you know, close the pores up or whatever. Uh, what do you think it? What did you think of Joe Girardi on the broadcasts? There was a lot of talk about him in the chat going into it. Yeah. Did you like Joe Girardi? I mean, he, he obviously does national broadcasts. Um, he knows baseball very well. I, I liked him. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't have an opinion really yet. I thought that he was fine. I don't think I would want him in there as like a Dempster type. In my opinion, they're they're so different. Like Dempster's the fun guy, not that Dempster yeah. does. Demp knows baseball, obviously, you know, very well too. Uh, but he's the fun guy. I mean, he's the guy that shows up to a hockey game in a Captain America costume too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, it's just different personalities, right? And I say that because I don't know. To me, when they have Dempster or or Sutcliffe, it's always one of them are are normally. And for J.D., at least recently, it feels like. And so then you got J.D. and Girardi in there, and that's three guys there. I don't know. I just like it better when it's two. It's a, it's a lot of mixing and matching. The one thing I like about Joe Girardi is that he brings that the other guys don't. And this is not – again, I love Demp- – I think Dempster would be awesome every game. Yeah. And I, I love J.D. But that's pitcher, pitcher, Sutcliffe, pitcher. Glanville's one of my guys. Love him. Re- mm-hmm. Another really smart guy. Joe Girardi gives you a manager's perspective, not just a former player's perspective. He can give you the X's and O's of what David Ross is thinking. Yeah. So that, that part of it I like. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's Do a good you, thing to have him on for a couple series. I know fans are like – Conspiracy theory in this, but do oh, you right, think, yeah. do you think any th- any of this has anything to do with the possibility of him being a manager? No, 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 no. I, I don't think it has. Do I think Joe Girardi would would take the Cubs job someday if it was offered to him? Yes. Yeah. But I also think he'd take the Cardinals job. I also think he'd take because he grew up in Peoria. That's close, you know. Yeah. I also think he'd take the White Sox job. I think there's a lot of jobs he'd be interested in in Major League Baseball, and he said he wants to manage again. I don't think that's why he's doing this. I think right. he's like, well, I'd love to have a weekend in Chicago. Yeah. And the next series he's going to call is in Miami where he's living. So why not? Keeps him busy, you know, makes a little extra cash. He enjoys doing it. Right. I don't think it has anything to do with he thinks that would lead to a managerial job or that, like, Marquis has some hidden agenda of trying to push him at, like, Marquis loves having David Ross with Boog because they're buddies. Like, right, yeah. this has nothing to do with it. Like, eliminate – it doesn't make him any more likely <laughs> to get the job in the future. You know, there's, there's nothing to connect between the two right now other than that Joe Girardi is from here, played for the Cubs, and all, all the same things that we said 15 years ago when people were saying he was going to be the next Cubs manager. Perhaps. I like, I like having him as a broadcaster. Yeah. Just I'm not saying, like, he needs to do it every day. Yeah. Would he be great every day? Yes, but so is J.D. Yeah. I, I th- I've heard a lot of fans or just my own friends or whatever when they ask me, like, what do you think of, like, Marquee just, like, kind of like – like, it always used to be Lynn and J.D., and then we assume when Boog came in that he was just going to do every game with J.D., Except right. on right, days right, that right, he had right. ESPN. And it's well, been Well, that's how different. they promote that. First of all, this is how they promoted it. They said joining the marquee staff when the, all these guys first came out and they launched it True. were Plezak, DeRosa, Lou Pinella, uh, Doug Glanville, Ryan Dempster. And it was like, whoa, they're going to have all those guys on the postgame show? Like, I'm thinking at one time, were they going to have like a panel of 15? And it's no, it's like 10 game deals for each guy. And it's just kind of for a weekend, some guys come in. Um, it's a more, it's a more national feel is the way they're kind of going. I, I personally, if you have the right guy, like, like one guy and then somebody filling in every once in a while, but, um, it's just a different way of doing it. I, I do think it's a little bit of, um, 
maybe an East Coast or national feel, whereas the Cubs are we, – we've grown up wanting that, guy, that one guy, whether it was mm. Steve Stone, Harry Carey, uh, Pat Hughes. Like, people fall in love with the Chicago broadcaster. I do think it's hard to do that when you bring them in every – and I, I like all of those guys. Like, please ask one of my favorite people on the planet. But it's difficult when you do them like every – 10 games somebody else is coming in and doing it that said maybe it's a different perspective but it makes it difficult for those guys to really zone in like JD can because JD's with them more often than the other guys right I, I'm I guess, guess I'm just very thing. whatever at this point with it that's how I feel about whenever Dempster is in there I feel, that's how I feel when Sutcliffe is in there even though I also if they I, were if they were really good though if the Cubs were in a pennant race how would you prefer to have it would you prefer to have it a different guy every other series, or would you prefer to have that JD person, whoever that might be, maybe it's JD, be that person that you ride the season out with and you, you really get connected? If they were connected. in a pennant race, I would want to see Boog and JD more often than not. But that's that also right. is me I just think Cubs as, fans feel that way a little bit. Yeah, I, that's just me as the fan who – Listen to Lynn and JD right. in 16 and in 15. Like, it was always the same guys every time. Like, I don't even, like, I guess if there's, if there's anyone yeah. that I'm, like, that I wouldn't mind if they did, like, if, if, if JD or if Boog were, you know, if they had other things they had to do that day, I don't mind Pat Hughes being in there or Ron Coomer. Like, I, like, and, and that's because, like, it's the same thing when I listen to radio, like, I want to hear those two guys on radio. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I, I don't mind those two. But, like, the other guys, like like I said, like Sutcliffe, Dempster, Girardi, whatever, like, it, they're very whatever to me. I don't, I don't, I don't have an uh, opinion about it. It's just more of they're fine. Like, I, I will say that Girardi was fine. Like, I, I didn't think he said he's anything prepared. bad. He no, was he's prepared. He was prepared. He knows baseball. You know, I, when I talk good about Sutcliffe, I like that he's a little bit of a homer. And I also love that he's – he he'll criticize you when you when you fuck up too. Like I, you know, I I love his the energy that he brings when the Cubs are playing well, and like it's it, it does make the broadcast a little bit more fun. And it's like okay, like I like I'm I'm for me personally, like I like that. Some people some people don't want that. I get that. So in a way, I can understand why they're like switching off all all the time and stuff like that with different guys. But if it were in a if the Cubs were good and were, and were in a pennant race, I would I would probably want. Boog and, and JD more often than not, and you know if it was like a big series like Cardinals or something like that, and they're both in the pennant race, sure you want to bring Sutcliffe and and Dempster or Dempster or Girardi in there, fine. But more often than not, I want the two guys that I know. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I think that's fair. I'd see. I'd be curious what everybody kind of feels like that. I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot in the off season. Uh, just we've started to get a feel of what Marquee is doing. Uh, the only when I say the national thing, I mean, Boog is obviously a, a very high-level play-by-play guy. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have as much of a Chicago feel when he s- says the air and sea show like three or four times. That's, that's, when you start to, that's when it starts to, uh, at times, not feel as um, warm and, and local. He is, uh, don't get me wrong, he's like awesome. He's a mm. great play-by-play guy. Um, but that's, that's when, that's when also when the rotating cast sometimes amplifies that because, you know, Boog will go do national games and, and things like he's not always there mm-hmm. and he's not, he didn't grow up with the Cubs or watching the Cubs. He's a baseball fan. Yeah. Um, and people neither from Chicago did, know it's did the air Lynn and water though, show. Right? Lynn didn't. No, didn't, no, 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 he didn't. But, I, but he was doing it more on a more consistent basis than yeah. Boog was, I think. Yeah. See, and he was in, yeah. I was a kid when Lynn started, so, like, I can't really, I don't have the memory to say if I liked him at the beginning or not, but I just remember when he came in and I was like, this this doesn't sound like the guys that I have been listening to. Again, I was a kid, so I yeah. didn't know. And I was like, okay, this is different. But the, the time when people are going to really get up for Boog or, you know, get excited, like, say that they love having Boog as, their, as the broadcaster – it's when the Cubs are good again, and yes. there's a big moment, and he has a call that people remember. Agreed. That that will be when people are like, oh, I love having Boog as the broadcaster. People love JD because he's been around for so long. 
You know it's mean? like it is very much like Len. I see Jack R saying Len became one of us. As the team got better, you get more attached to that voice, right? Being associated like with Pat things Hughes too, a hundred percent. You associate it more with winning and good vibes as opposed to trade deadline sell offs and bad vibes. So right. give them a chance. Like the the Aaron C show thing is a simple fix. It's the producer in his ear after you know one time be like Aaron Water. Aaron Water show here in Chicago. Like, I mean, it's not. Yeah. And then it's then it doesn't happen again. And so what? Right. Like, I don't I don't want to get all freaked out about like one thing. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. But but when I'm it, not someone after who, like three times, I was like, okay, that's a little bit of an yeah. East Coast feel to it. Overall, I'm not someone who complains about a broadcast booth as much as I was when I was younger. Um, for example, I used to really loathe Joe Buck. I never, I never thought that he was, like, bad at his job. I just hated whenever I was a kid, and Fox would put him and Tim McCarver on. Uh, and you associated them with the Cardinals. Right, and, yeah, they, would put, and they, they would put uh, Cubs-Cardinals on those Fox Saturday games. And I, I would get, that's honestly, like, the main reason why I loathed Joe Buck, because of, because of, like, my scars as a kid. But I have always thought he was at least, like, talented at his at what he's as the play-by-play guy i agree i I used to hate joe buck but as i've gotten older and i can appreciate very smooth he's got some amazing calls like some of the just some of the i mean his best some of my friends are like really good friends tomorrow night like just some unbelievable calls his call for the world series in game seven was great fantastic it was like people don't want to admit it but it was so basically what i'm getting at is like again with with the whole girardi thing like yeah it's fine he's fine yeah there's that I would prefer the Cubs to just use like their main two guys more often than not, and and every now and then bring in these different former Cubs in or whatever for like you know for whatever reason, but they do do it a lot, especially this year. And I don't know if it's because the Cubs aren't aren't good or whatever, and they're trying to entertain. Right. But to me, I I just rather have the two guys, Boog and JD. And and I'm and some of some of the chats talking about the producer remark makes it like. Don't don't take that the wrong way. Like I know the producer that's doing the games, and I've worked with him before. Great guy, great producer. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's just not that. It's it's about. I think if people have a knock on the game product, it's that it's not as consistent as it has always been, and so that makes it uncomfortable sometimes for people. When you get used to something one way, the next way, especially in television, is very difficult to get people to sort of buy into that for a while and so I, um, they may change their mind after a couple of years who knows like i yeah. don't know they, they changed their mind think, on the suit and ties right i also don't think anyone like hates boog nope i think it's very like yeah. whatever right now he's i mean he's great that's not yeah. what i'm saying like, yeah. you know it's it's like it's a it's a style that they are going for mm-hmm. that they may or may not reconsider down the line i don't know maybe mm-hmm. everybody will start to love it but it's yeah. a little mixed reaction so far. For sure. Um, hey, by the way, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so now get fitted for the best sports gear around, too. Foco's got you covered from Soldier Field uh, to the north side, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. It is Foco looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. You might find a Joe Girardi bobblehead in there, by the way. Ooh, I wonder if that Matt Schwarmer one is still there. Swarm Dog still available. <laughs> That's just the collector's item, man. Yes, exactly. Give it, give it to your kid one day and be like, this guy, this guy was the greatest player to ever play. That's right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the greatest ever, the man who walked out of the corn in Iowa, oh, Ryan Herrera has joined us with his Field of Dreams hat and, and a Hawaiian. Friday Fun Hawaiian shirt. He's vibing. Ryan, yeah. before we get started, I just want to say I, again, parked in the same spot yesterday that you so graciously told me about a couple nights ago. So I just, I'm oh, forever yeah. indebted to you for your secrets about Monroe Street. And next time you can have the spot. You know what? That's that's big of you. That's big of you. Yeah, man, I, I, do, I, I was looking. You I forgot moved. you were in the ballpark today. I was gonna I was gonna I give was it saying, up for you. <laughs> As I say, do I wish you would have moved out of the spot yesterday and let me park there? Sure, but I, you know what? Big of you. We're we're even. 
All right, Maverick. I, I, I do want to. You have to say, is Matt Maverick over there? Yeah. Thank you. I just wanted to give you a heads up that uh, I'm only answering to Maverick today. Okay. Just, just wanted to, you know, if you weren't in on the pregame show, you were working hard there in the press box. Uh, yes, I am only responding to Maverick today. Not Steve. Not Stucky. Not His Luke. vibe is much different, and I actually enjoy it. I wish he was Maverick every day. And I have a theme song. Next time you're here, you'll hear it. Like I, I'm asking for this theme song when I walk into the studio. It's it's the beginning of Top Gun. You know the bell tolls, and then the guitar oh. riffs start going. That's what I, I'm sort of asking for. I know it's a little high maintenance, but yeah. When you're Maverick, that's what you ask for. So Absolutely. what what was the uh, what was the vibe like after the fourth straight Cubs win? Hottest team in baseball right now for the last four days. Yeah, exciting, uh, excited. I would say, like, you know, obviously everyone's happy after a win, especially a game like this. You know, wind blowing out, home run, home runs going out everywhere. Um, you know, it's a good day to be in a hitter, and you know, a lot, <laughs> a lot of the guys obviously had good days. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it, at that point, it's like when you have Christopher Morrell hitting the, the the you know go ahead home run to you know the game winning home run. I, Actually, you know, say and, and Franville starting things off early in the game, um, bouncing those off the wall. I mean, it's just like a, a very overall good day at the plate for the Cubs. Um, pitching was maybe a little bit shakier. I know Keegan talked about, uh, you know, he's not making excuses about just the kind of it was a, it was hitting weather today. Again, wind blowing out. Uh, he said that just not making the pitches, the things that he's working on and, and doing well in between starts just haven't been translating over to the game in game. Uh, and so that's, I, I mean, maybe the fact that he's getting up there and then innings, um, you know, career high innings, he's, I, I don't have it off the top of my head, but I know he's either near it or has already passed it. Um, so obviously that doesn't help. Um, so that, but he, I mean, he's not using that as an excuse, but definitely I think there's kind of nearing the end of the season that you might be seeing a little bit of that fatigue as you know, the kind of grind of the season has gone on. Um, obviously, he's had good health the whole year, so he hasn't had much of a break. Um, so there's that. But, uh, you know, the bullpen kind of picked him up a little bit. I think it was Castro gave up a couple. Um, but then then Rucker and Rucker and Leiter uh, and, and Husey come, you know, come in and, and kind of shut things down. That was, uh, that, was, that was a good day for the bullpen for the most part. I know um, I said it in our Slack, but the uh, the – I, I, I have to believe the chat has already like imploded because Mark Leiter Jr. struck three people out. Um, because we, was it Monday, Cody, that we were talking? That the whole chat was as soon as we hopped on, it was so something about DFAing so, Mark Leiter. He didn't, McKinstry didn't play today, so the chat didn't have anything to say about him. <laughs> you know how I know you I'm mean, Maverick, You mean by VR the way? Jr.? Sorry, sorry. McKinstry, I thought, is, I thought we're calling him VR Jr. now. I've confirmed that I am Maverick. I just tried to do the face ID on my phone, and with the aviators on it, it didn't recognize. <laughs> didn't recognize. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I kept getting distracted. I kept getting distracted during that my last answer because I kept looking over at you with your shades on, and I had to like look <laughs> look away. Intimidated, you were like, "Whoa!" It's like the top fighter pilot and all of Top Gun. Yeah. Um, That's Ryan. What, should we there, should we read the super chat? Real quick? Yeah, I was gonna say super chat two bucks. Gerard Thomas says I like Gerardi's analysis. From a winning manager. All right, thank you for the super chat. Yeah, two dollars on two dollar Friday. Appreciate that. Um, Jack R also says uh, since the deadline, Lighter has been as good as any reliever they've they traded at the deadline. Oh wow! And I just went to look it up just to see. Facts fax. It, it is it is facts fax. He has a one point eight six ERA since since the beginning of August. So, I mean, it's only five appearances, but. Again, he's good at his role, but he also can really just piss me off. So, but they might get him in the lab for the off season and continue to turn him into another. I don't know. He's going to be a whatever guy for however long. Ryan, we were talking about Keegan and his start and steal with the innings and all that, and like Keegan's had kind of two in a row. And I know he didn't make any excuses. Has has the question started to come up yet about? innings for those guys this season, mm-hmm. especially Keegan and the possibility of how the Cubs might handle that the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, that sort of got, has gotten brought up today with, with Ross and I know 
you know, it's not like there's a sense that they need to shut him down or anything. Uh, but I think I think that's just like a general thing is when young pitchers like this are really getting up there and, and innings with, you know, still like six, six and a half, seven weeks, whatever it is left in the season. Like they they have to make it. They have to make it to the to a week into October. Um, so, that, I mean, I know Ross kind of talked about kind of taking that and those kind of things into consideration, making sure he's healthy. Um, I don't like we talked about it yesterday on the show. I don't I don't see right now there being uh, him for sure going to a six man rotation, but that could be, again, revisited, um, pushing guys back a day or two that could be revisited. I, 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 I know. Yeah, Ross, Ross kind of discussed that and, and knowing he's aware that these guys are starting to get up there in those innings and just kind of being conscious about, um, you know, deploying them, how much he uses them, how often, you know, where they're at. Like if, you know, even though Keegan was only at 71 pitches today, uh, he was kind of working hard a lot there. I think even the last game, same thing, uh, just kind of working hard really early. Um, and I, I think that's why when, when Rod, you know, I think Keegan could get up to, you know, the 90, 100s already this season. He already has. Um, but when he's working that hard that early, I think it was 70 pitches on Sunday or whatever day it was and 71 today. Um, you know, Ross came out and, and no hesitation uh, goes to the bullpen because you can see even though he's a lower pitch count, he's already working hard. So, and again, I think he's just going to be conscious of of making sure, he, you know, paying attention to what these guys, how they're feeling out there, how they're looking. Um, how they feel in general, health-wise, all that kind of stuff. I think that's that's going to be more of a priority to, as far as managing. You know, as a manager, right? There you go. That's <laughs> as, far, as far as managing how they how they finish the season. That's that's going to definitely be uh, a talking point and, and something he pays attention to. How about uh, Nick Madrigal? Stock up. That's your guy. Everybody, yeah. stock up. Yeah, come on, come on, guys. Like it's does know, does I'm Madrigal gonna... know that you're like that he's your guy? Like, do you just, I, you should just tell him that. I, I mean, I talked to him. I just, you know, he, I, I've always had faith. I, I think, I think we just kind of, he knows, you know, I don't have to tell him. He just kind of knows. Uh, he can feel okay. it. Six right. It's now. like Cody and, and Justin Steele. There's it, just like a, exactly. a, a brainwave that goes back and forth. <laughs> exactly. Sure. No, yeah. uh, again, we talked about, we talked to Nick after the game. And again, it's just a lot of feeling better, you know, getting into a better rhythm, getting, you know, just healthy. Uh, I think it's been a little over two weeks since he returned from that, from the IL, which he was on there for like over a month, something like that. Um, it, it really is just about being healthy. Yeah. Uh, getting consistent at bats, getting, you know, playing in the lead off or hitting in the leadoff spot. Like that's huge for him. He's getting more, the most at bats on the team. Um, and he did well today. I know he's, there's been some games, hitless games in the last week. Um, and I, again, you want the results over the last six or so weeks to be bad, like to be as good as they can be. Um, but I, I think right now it's just where you're kind of worried about, not worried about, but like the, the, the main thing should be him getting fully back into that rhythm or moving further away from this injury and having days like today, was it three for four, I believe three for five, something like that. Um, just, yeah, three, three for four, having days like today where he's just putting the ball in play, even if it's on the ground, you know, getting out of the box, uh, quickly i mean the back or the groin whatever it is those kind of, those are the two injuries had this year you know you see him sprinting to first to beat out that first single to lead off the lead off the bottom of the first like that's that that's kind of just an example that he's feeling good right he no issues getting out of the box and, and sprinting down to first so um yeah i think it's just he's feeling more he's feeling in a better rhythm at the play and that guy for, especially for a guy whose whole thing is being able to be consistent, to consistently put the ball in play and, and, and trying to make some magic happen. Um, just being in a good rhythm like he is right now uh, is the best thing for him. And you kind of, you saw it with the three hits today. Yeah. He bounced back because the last couple of days he'd gone over. I'm Again, uh, so many people are either out or in. I'm just very whatever right now. I don't think he should stop the Cubs from, uh, or he, I don't think he should be a reason from the Cubs not pursuing one of the top, you know, shortstops no. on the market and free agency. I also think that if you do do something like that, I still think he has some value on this team. It's just it'd be in a bench role, and I just don't know how he would play in a role like that. So maybe you can flip him if he plays well the rest of the year. There's some value. I don't know. I just 
it's tough. Again, it depends on what all the other moves are in the offseason, too. It's like I, I see the chat saying, hey, if, if Horner was my shortstop and Madrigal is still my second baseman going into next season, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I am too. If Aaron Judge has been added to the lineup, like yeah. you know, or if they or, sign, or if Correa's playing third. Yeah, I was gonna say, if, or if you know, Correa moves, yeah. yeah, they get Correa and he's at third, or if it's Bogarts or whoever. Like I'm just saying, like they gotta get someone of that caliber if Nick Madrigal is going to still be at second base every day next year. I might think differently if he had played well. At least, even I, I might think differently if he had played half as well as Nico Horner has this year. And he hasn't even done that. He just hasn't been, so, hasn't been and, available. And he hasn't been healthy. Should, so. we, should we get rid of who you got? Or in today's case, according to Avi Shirts, Top Cub? Top Cub, yes. Top Cub for today. Uh, Ryan, yes. you had... What? This I, is I still wrong, have the wrong still. graphic. You I'm, had Saya. I had Saya. Joey got all messed up today. I got all messed up. I threw him off at the top. We're getting pretty lax with the who you got picks. It's like, you know, we're we're, like, it's it's more talked about now. Joey needs it in in a single email. This is who we're taking. We're just kind of throwing it around verbally around the newsroom. I got Cody saying, put the tweet up. I'm like, what tweet during pregame? Like, come on, you guys are throwing all the curveballs at me. We threw a bunch of tweets in the Slack channel. So I had Contreras. That's why I said that. Sorry. I had Contreras. I'm joking. I'm joking. Cody had Fran Mill, uh, and you had Saya. Saya. Mm-hmm. And what was what was Saya's line today? Is he he had one RBI? Yeah, he had an RBI double. He got hit by a pitch. One for three. One for three. RBI double. Hit by pitch. Um, only one strikeout. Okay. Fran Mill, RBI triple. Which, by the way, he is confirmed to be faster than Miggy Montero currently is. <laughs> we have proven that. The big man no. can move, and, but he did strike out three times. Ooh. So three strikeouts and a triple. Now, Contreras reached base by walk, which is better than getting hit because you're at least <laughs> no. showing the discipline, <laughs> Here we obviously. Go. Here we and he go. also had an RBI. And, a sack fly, right? And he played the toughest position on the field. He was a catcher. Oh, my God. Oh, Look at Stucky. Look so, at th- th- this way, isn't Maverick anymore. To... This isn't Maverick no. anymore. I'm saying, like, I don't know. It's between me and Cody up here. Like, one or two. I don't know yet. Then it's Joey. Well, every, everybody had an RBI, correct? Everybody had an RBI. So it's about the other stuff, sure. if we're looking at this correctly. Cody had a triple, which is better than your double. And better than my walk, but he also had three strikeouts. And say I reached base twice. And only so that, that sucks the value down on Fran Mill. Now, he did have the excitement value. That's probably the most excited the ballpark was all day was his triple, other than the Morrell homer, was Fran Mill making it to third base. I, I think it's a and point, I did, I think it's a I point did, for everybody today. I, I did I think, think it's just that a, say I yelled <laughs> fuck really loud, too. If you, so if you want to use that after he got hit by a pitch. Say I got that plunked was and had a nice. double. <laughs> Cody, I think, I think me and Cody can both get a point on this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't leave Maverick out of this. This is either three or nothing. Joel has no. said get the spray bottle, Cody. This is, this is either three or nothing. This is either we're all no. in or we're all out. Maverick's not you, doing the flyby without goose and Maverick, ice, okay? This is Stucky. Without goose and ice, Maverick's not flying by and buzzing the tower. Oh, That's not the way this works. Oh, right. man. And we might sit here and bicker no, about this for another hour if we have to. No, Everybody no, gets a like point. That. Everybody no, should get a point. I can't agree with it. What did the guy say in the chat yesterday? Jo- this, this old guy trying to steal one, huh? Yeah. Joey, we can't decide. I'm letting you make the, make the decision because – we know Jason Hayward did not play. So now, again, to. listen to the facts, F-A-X. <laughs> Contreras, RBI, walk, toughest position defensively. RBI and walk. Yes. Everybody, I'm going to say right now, I don't even no remember answer. who everyone took. I knew that was Stucky because he's throwing in hardest position on the field. And everybody had an RBI. <laughs> okay. We had a double for an RBI. So, wait. We had a triple so, so, for an RBI. So, and so, we Contreras, had a so Contreras, then Saya. Who Saya had, had an RBI, double was, off the wall, and was hit by a pitch. Okay, so he was on base twice. RBI on base twice. And okay. Reyes, who had what should be probably the best day, the triple RBI for his base hit, but he also had three strikeouts and didn't play defensively. 
It's close. I think it's either Saya or split a point between Saya and Reyes. I definitely oh, think Contreras oh, is not on. in the hold argument. On. Hold on, hold on. Joey, call it. Call it. He called it. I told Joey he gets to decide. I call it on yeah, the air we, right now. Matthew Gregory, you just stay right out now, of this. Right now. Who gets the point? Uh, I used to like you, Matthew Let's Gregory. go with... Uh, We'll split the point between Say and Fran Mail. That was he got so the he got the crowd. Everybody, everybody's getting a point. Except do we not Maverick? split points anymore? We do each no, get we've one never point. Split points. Okay, okay, sorry. Say like, as we've the winner. We've each given I say a nobody point. gets a point. Right, so you each get a point today. Oh, this this okay. was a morale game. I say nobody gets a point. <laughs> That's what Maverick says. <laughs> I thought Say and Fran Mill were both good today. <sighs> like my RBI, my RBI Ryan. and walk didn't even count. <laughs> Joel is back. How many times do we happened. have to teach went, you a lesson, old I'm, man? <laughs> here's what happened. How many times do we have to teach you, old man? Here's, here's, what, here's what really happened, okay? The old guy went on vacation. And he went in on vacation on an absolute heater. Like four out of five straight wins. He reaches first place in a tie. He goes on vacation, and all the punks... They all gang up on him while he's gone. And they're like, well, we can't let the old man make us look bad and who you got. And so despite the fact that I'm sending in winning picks like Strowman with zero earned runs, they're ignoring, it on Slack. they're ignoring it on Slack. And ever since I've come back, my ideas oh, have been man. totally ignored. <laughs> totally ignored. And, and, and Joey, chi- Joey being the youngest of the group, chimed in on this it. This lesson, old man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That this was such ageism. a good. That was a great line. This is drop ageism, by Joel. and if we had an HR department, I would take it to them. We do have an HR department, La- and Lawrence will be. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's still playing though. <laughs> is it? Lawrence we do have an HR department. Lawrence will be in on Monday. You could talk to him in the HR office, which is the parking garage. I will talk to Law Dog about this on Monday. Stucky, no one told you to go on vacation. You did that yourself, so. And I didn't tell you to go to va- on vacation to Wisconsin, of all places. <laughs> says, the guy, says the guy who was up there like three weeks ago for a wedding in a salmon <laughs> sport coat. It wasn't. I didn't, on, use, like, I didn't use PTO vacation days. That's all I'm saying. Come on. Fair. I went on a Sorry. weekend when we're off. I, I, st- I stuck up for Ryan today when the DNVR and PHNX guys were trying to say we weren't the first international podcast. I said, our guy went to Iowa. <laughs> Get more international yeah. than that. <laughs> Nothing more international than that, brother. Yeah, we got oh, DNVR Nuggets are in Serbia right now. You know, we went Bulls, to Iowa. Bulls crew could be going to Paris. Yeah, Ryan gets to go to Dyersville, though. We so went who's to the real? Who's the real winner? One of our yeah. chat members come in from the UK. Yeah, that's international. Cody, what are the uh, what are the scores now? Uh, twenty to seventeen to fourteen to one to one. See what I mean? It was 17 all, and now all of a sudden it's 20 to 17. There is an asterisk along oh, the oh, side oh. of this until reviewed year, by Lawrence. Year, year until one, HR reviews this. Year one of who you got already has an asterisk on it, according according to our fearless leader here. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that. And PS5 oh, that live. I forgot the Let one. Let me tell you, if you offer one. me the senior discount, I will take it. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm getting no respect to the elder from the elders. Elders deserve the respect. Uh, all right, Cubs win. <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Ryan, before we hit this hot weekend with uh, Stroman on the mound and then Steele to wrap it up against the uh, any, Brewers? Any injury updates? There was any, nothing pregame that, any, that was said, I don't think. I'm, if there was, I missed it. Yeah, it was uh, – I know Kyle, Kyle Hendricks is still here. He hasn't gone out to Arizona, I believe, is kind of the update. Um, but he's going out there sometime this week, probably you know, so relatively soon. Um, still kind of figuring out that schedule. Um, it's kind of, we talked about it, but it's kind of cutting it close, right? Like it feels like, I don't know, best case scenario, he's able to pitch at the end of the year, but it's kind of, it kind of feels like it's, it's gonna, like there may no, there may not be another Kyle Hendricks start this year. I guess we'll see and see how he recovers and how he bounces back and, and, and sees this, um, you know, this, Growing program whenever they kind of get it going, see how his shoulder responds. But it's uh, starting to get kind of late in the season for a, a Kyle Hendricks return. Um, as far as Wade Miley, he's uh, he's throwing a bullpen session today. I think he, he threw a bullpen session today, um, and they're going to kind of figure it out 
Uh, from there, he, I want to say he threw, was it five innings? That we said five innings the other day, I think it was, on like Tuesday or something like that. Uh, so he's still kind of, uh, I think it's getting closer to the end. Um, we didn't really get any word on how that bullpen went. Um, so hopefully, I mean, Jerry's going to be in tomorrow and Sunday. So hopefully they'll get an update on that. And then we'll kind of figure out where Wade Miley kind of fits into the picture for the last month and a half of the season. But he, he threw a bullpen today from what we were told or was scheduled to at least. Um, and kind of the Cubs plan just kind of is, uh, is going to go from there. Any, uh, any news on Albert Alzale? Some, someone that Nick G's asking in the chat. I mean, Adbert is last I last I remember we talked to um, it was Jed a couple of weeks ago, Jed Hoyer. Um, I, I, he's still kind of just throwing like a throwing program out there in Arizona. Um, I remember seeing I think Rich Beasterfield had a picture of him. I want I I believe it was a picture of him throwing to Brennan Davis out there in Arizona. Um, I, th- I think I remember seeing reports when they were out in, in Cincinnati, coming out of Cincinnati, that he, he had thrown like two innings of live EP or something like that um, without an issue. So, um, yeah, I, last we were kind of, last we were kind of told, like it's, they're hoping, because they're hoping to get him off the mound, like off the mound, in-game action, you know, this year before the year's over. Um, it just kind of remains to be seen if that, if there's even a possibility of that to happen, you know, with the Cubs. Um, maybe it's maybe it's in the minor leagues, you know, with you know with one of the affiliates before their season ends, just kind of rehab assignment kind of thing. Um, at least get him some game action before the, before the year's over. Um, but yeah, I mean, it will kind of just kind of see how he, he progresses and and if he can kind of get back into game action. I mean, I, I think best case scenario obviously is he's able to pitch at some point to end the year. Uh, but it's I, I think it's kind of just remains to be seen if that's a possibility. Before we go, I do want to point out that Rhonda is saying we should all get a point <laughs> and that Matthew Gregory says the committee has spoken. Maverick gets a point because it's Top Gun Day. Joey's even mm-hmm. on the conspiracy because he's been over there back behind the cameras not posting any of these comments <laughs> while Ryan's talking. None of the big, bold <laughs> comments defending that I should be getting a point. None of it. Just another uh, yeah, one yeah. of the punks. Yeah. Sorry, the committee is There it is, Rhonda. Enjoyable. You should all get a point. And <laughs> before we go, I, I do want to show Ryan my, my theme music. Can we do that again one more time? Joey, if you can get that ready. Ryan, this is how it's going to work. Oh my God. I'm ready. Point Maverick. Fine. I'm putting, I'm putting a point down for, for Maverick. No. I'm not, I'm not, that means Maverick has one point. Stucky still has 17. <laughs> thank you. Let's ride it out with that. Uh, thank you for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Cubs win. They beat the Brewers. Two more coming up this weekend. We got the Cardinals next week. And we will see you for that as well. Have a great weekend. And, of course, fly the W. Dab? Yeah, I'm dabbing. Oh, my goodness.